there, I'm Sarah, your natural endometriosis expert. Welcome to my podcast. This is the place to be for information, advice and tips on managing your endometriosis naturally. I've been managing my own endo now successfully for about 20 years and I've been running my own therapy business since 2008, helping others to do the same. If you're curious to cut through all the noise and rubbish that's out there and learn the key to managing endometriosis with minimal reliance on drugs and surgery, then this is the only podcast you'll need. Let's get started. Hello there. In today's podcast, I'm going to be answering one of the questions I get asked the most, and it's also one of the most contentious questions. The question is, can I cure endometriosis? Um, and the answer is no. So it's not, it doesn't sound on the face of it particularly contentious, however it is. And the reasons why it's contentious are predominantly because it, it stirs up so much emotion. The first thing I'd say is that in, in my world, in the world of natural alternative medicine, there are very clear legal boundaries in terms of what claims can and can't be made. Yet that doesn't stop a lot of practitioners going out and making unethical, unlawful um downright um, damaging claims about what they can achieve with the techniques they are using. Um, There is no cure for endometriosis. Western medicine tells us that and I don't tell my clients, I don't tell my prospective clients, I don't put anything different in my marketing. We cannot cure endometriosis at the moment and I say at the moment because I do believe that there will become a time where there will come a time where we can cure it but as yet there is no cure and like I say that's a message that that I that I agree with. I, I factually I agree I cannot cure endometriosis your surgeon cannot cure endometriosis there is no cure for endometriosis however where it gets contentious is my belief that the rhetoric behind and the way that message is delivered is so damaging to people who are struggling with endometriosis so many people I speak to and uh, I don't have numbers, but please don't underestimate the number of people I speak to. You might even be be one of those people as you're listening to this podcast, and this might be the very reason why you tuned in. A lot of people think that there is no cure is the same as saying there is no relief. I speak to so many women who've been diagnosed with endo, but their endo, although it's impacting on their life, doesn't warrant surgery and there are some surgeons out there who will who will carry out surgery when it isn't needed and I, and I, I think that's just as bad as people like me who go out and say they can cure endo and anything else that they say they can cure um, but for the most part well I presume for the most part um, certainly in, in my experience for the most part surgeons won't carry out surgery on endometriosis that they don't feel doesn't warrant surgery for a lot of the people in that position and I've had this said to me on numerous, numerous, numerous occasions, those people feel as though the only option they have is to wait until their endometriosis develops to a point where they need surgery. Then they will go for surgery and then they will feel better. Because Western medicine tells us that no, there is no cure, but the best option you have is surgery. Now, granted, the best option for a lot of people is surgery. If your endometriosis has has developed, um, and possibly developed is the wrong word because it doesn't necessarily, it's not a progressive illness necessarily. In that case, it doesn't progress for everybody. But if your endometriosis is at a point, is at a stage where you need surgery, then wholeheartedly recommend surgery. Um, to, To diminish 
the endometriosis to a point where it will not impact your life if you are at a stage where you need surgery. To do that in a natural way um, may be impossible. If it's possible, it may take years. So for somebody in that position, surgery is absolutely the right thing to do. If you've been told by your surgeon that your endometriosis isn't significant enough to warrant surgery, this is where the contention comes in because this is where I step in and say, right, okay, you have options. You can wait until your endo gets so bad you you then qualify for surgery. Or there's other things you can do. And this is what we're not told through Western medicine. And this is where the surgeons keeping on saying, and, and the gynecologists and everybody saying, there is no cure for endo. Surgery is the best option. People want to wait for surgery. My argument is why wait for surgery? I can't cure endometriosis, but surgery doesn't cure endometriosis either. You're told, hopefully you're told by your surgeon that the chances are at some point your endometriosis will return. That's because surgery isn't getting to the root cause of endometriosis. All it's doing is managing the symptoms in a very aggressive, in a very direct, and sometimes in an unoverturnable way. Unreversible, irreversible. That's the word I was looking for. Sometimes in an irreversible way. But all it's doing is the same as what I'm doing. It's managing your symptoms. Because there is no cure for endo. So if surgery doesn't cure endometriosis, why aren't we given other options that may work just as effectively as surgery? Now, like I say, surgery is the only option for some people. Surgery is the best option for somebody. Um, But it's not necessarily the best option. And it certainly isn't the only option for everybody. There are things, the way that I work, um, I work with the whole body. So I work with the triggers for endometriosis. I work to try and get to the root cause of endometriosis. If you tackle the triggers and the causes, then the likelihood of your endometriosis flaring up in the future is massively reduced. And I use anxiety as as an example for this all the time, but if you know that anxiety is a trigger for your endometriosis, if you know that diet is a trigger for your endometriosis, if you know that certain exercise will trigger your endometriosis, then if you rid your life of of the anxiety of the stress, of the particular food stuff, of the, um, of the exercise that you're doing. If you shift your life to avoid those things or find alternatives for those things, then your endo won't flare up. And that's, a, that's an oversimplified version. It isn't quite that simple. We have silent endometriosis. We have the endometriosis can keep, can keep growing and building. However, the, the more you the deeper you get, the deeper you treat endometriosis, then the likelihood is that you will have fewer flare-ups. The likelihood is, if you get really deep with your endo treatments, um, the likelihood is that the the flare-ups will stop. The endometriosis that you have may even reduce. Now, I can only make this claim once because I've only ever had one client that actually went back for a laparoscopy after working with me. Um, And that happened because she had um, a dual diagnosis. She had polycystic ovaries as well. And she had one huge cyst on her ovary that was getting bigger and bigger. And it was causing a lot of pain. And we did a lot of work on it. Um, We did a lot of work on on everything. Um, But that one wasn't disappearing. So we, we, well, she self-referred back to her 
gynecologist. In fact, to be fair, she was she it wasn't a referral back because she was seeing her gynecologist gynecologist all the time we were working together. But she went back to a gynecologist and um, had another laparoscopy just to check what was going on because she was in so much pain and her endometriosis. Apart from this one cyst, her endometriosis and the other cysts had actually reduced. So the endometriosis that she came to me with was no longer there. She just had this huge cyst. Anyway, they got rid of the cyst and um, I presume, I've never heard from her again, so I presume she's still fine. This was, oh, this was uh, a good couple of years before COVID and I haven't heard from her since. So I presume everything is still okay. If you are listening, you know who you are. If you are listening, then please do get in touch because I would love to hear from you. That's one of the shame. This is a bit of a tangent now, but that's one of the shames of doing what I do quite often. When a client leaves, you never hear from them again and you never know what's happened to them if they're still okay. So yes, any any ex-clients, if you're listening to this, please do feel free to drop me a line at any point and let me know how you're going on. Um, so yes, so I cannot cure endometriosis. What I can do is support you to get on top of your own endometriosis. And it does take work, it's not a miracle cure. People out there peddling these miracle supplements, these, mid- these miracle diets, it is not an easy fix. If there was an easy fix to endo, then Western medicine would be all over it because wherever there's money to be made, you can guarantee that Western medicine will jump on it like anything. There is no money to be made in what I do <laughs> in terms of a Western medicine perspective because it is about lifestyle. And that doesn't mean to say that it's it's getting up at 5am and juicing all your meals and getting out and doing four hours of yoga a day. It's nothing that convoluted. It's literally understanding your endometriosis and just making small changes. Once your endometriosis is under control, some of those changes you don't even really need to make anymore. So for example, wheat used to be a huge trigger for my endo. Used to be a massive, massive trigger. Um, It's not so bad anymore. I can't say it doesn't flare up every now and again. I mean, my endo doesn't doesn't flare up with wheat, but I can't say that it doesn't cause me me digestive issues. Um, But it's way better now. And it's got to a point where now I can either eat wheat with no problem or if I eat wheat and it does cause a bit of a problem, I know exactly how to treat myself to get myself out of that situation rather than letting it get worse and all the, the, gut, the gut toxins build up and it, it, it have a knock-on effect. So no, I can't cure endometriosis. No, your surgeon can't cure endometriosis either. But don't be angry at somebody who says they can help. Some people can't help as much as they say they can or they think they can. Just be very cautious about claims that you hear from people. People like me, and I'm including me in this as well, if you're you're listening to me speaking thinking, "Mm, I don't believe a word of it, that's good. Healthy optimism, uh, healthy optimism, healthy scepticism is always a good thing and I am always up for a challenge and if you um, if you do ever speak to me in person, if you do ever book a call with me, I'm more than happy to answer any questions. What I do isn't for everybody. Um, it does take a leap of faith, but you can feel better. Just because there's no cure for endometriosis does not mean there's no relief from endometriosis. And please don't feel if you're stage two, if you're stage three, if if you've been told that yes, okay, we we understand that your symptoms are impacting, but you're not eligible for surgery please don't feel the only option you have is to wait for surgery, to wait for your endo to get to a point where you're eligible for surgery to feel better because there are things you can do to really um, mitigate your symptoms, to manage your endometriosis and in some some cases like like the client I was mentioning 
um, to reduce your endometriosis as well. Although, like I say, I can't prove that definitively. It was just the one client who went back for a laparoscopy. And as we know, a laparoscopy is, laparoscopy is currently the only way of a definitive, um, a definitive check of, for endometriosis. So I hope that answers the question. I answered the question in the first minute, to be fair. Um, can I cure endometriosis? No. Can anybody cure endometriosis? No. That's the simple answer. However, no cure for endo doesn't mean no relief for endo. You can feel better than you do today. You can manage your endometriosis. You can just manage your symptoms if you want. If you just want some pain relief, if you just want pain management, then there's plenty of natural things you can do to do that. If you want to go further and stop the pain, then you can look at the triggers and the causes that are underlying why you're getting the pain, why you're getting your endometriosis, and you can start to work on that as well. I hope that helps. If you are interested, um, there is my e-learning program, my self-treatment for endometriosis program, which will talk you through exactly that. It's my it's my unique three-stage step for, for overcoming endometriosis, for managing endometriosis. It will talk you through how to identify what your triggers are, how to identify what your causes are. It will teach you all of the self-treatment techniques that I've used to manage my own endometriosis in the last 20 years. The techniques that I teach my one-to-one -one clients are all in there as well. I will give you advice on other techniques I will um, connect you with. I will give you the, the contact details for other therapists I use because I don't just work in isolation. I don't have all the answers myself. There's other techniques and other therapies out there that I'm not qualified in um, and other people that can help. And I will share the details of the people that I trust with my clients and myself um, in that program as well. There's links to, to contact them as well. And then it shows you how to maintain that after, after the, the sort of the treatment stage is over. Because essentially, if it's textbook, and not many people are textbook, but if it's textbook, you go through the three steps in, in, in order. So step one is identifying your triggers and your causes. Step two is all the treatment techniques. And step three is then managing your reduced symptoms. Because hopefully by the end of step two, your symptoms will have massively reduced and step three is all about managing that, maintaining that. And it's all about those small lifestyle adjustments that you can that you can make or the treatment techniques. So if you know you're heading for a flare up, you can make a choice. You can choose whether to undergo whatever you're going to undergo and have the flare up and treat it afterwards or not do it in the first place and avoid the flare up. That's what it's all about. It's all about choice. OK. I'll stop ranting at you. If you have any questions, please do get in touch. Like I say, if you're an ex-client listening to my, to my podcast, then please do get in touch as well and let me know how you're getting on. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, then please hit the subscribe button and make sure you don't miss any future episodes. You can also leave a review too to help spread the word to managing endometriosis naturally to as many people as possible. That is my mission. And if this podcast has inspired you to take the next step to managing your own endometriosis successfully, then please head over to my website, naturalendometriosisexpert.com, to see different ways of working with me to bring that dream of living without endometriosis one step closer. Or, for less than the price of a posh coffee a month, you can also become a patron to this podcast and get access to a load more endometriosis resources, as well as my monthly endometriosis clinic question and answer session. See you next time.